wake up. Uh, not just get out of bed, wake up, open your eyes and see what is ahead of you. See what is possible. Expect great things. Stretch your mind. Expand your capacity. Wake up. Wake up. I saw a quote yesterday and um, it was very profound. Epicurus, a philosopher. Remember that what you have now was once among the things you only hoped for. Remember that what you have now was once among the things you only hoped for. Some of us hoped to be married. We're married now. Some hoped for children. We have children now. Some hoped for a job. They hoped for a life free of debts. Now they don't owe anyone. They can sleep peacefully. Some they hoped for peace. You know, some some had a troubled childhood, you know, dysfunctional parents and all and everything. They wanted to get away from all of that and build a life for themselves. They've been able to do so. Some hoped for a house of their own. They've built houses. <laughs> the quote again. The quote again. Remember that what you have now was once among the things you only hoped for. And that's why we must be grateful and be very thankful. We must be grateful and be very thankful. And then after giving thanks, we need to reach out for more. We need to increase the level of our expectation. We need to stretch. We need to bend. It's very important. It's very important. It's very important. You can't say you have 10, then it's okay. Okay, it's okay, fine. But get two more and give to other people, those who are in need, the orphans, the widows, the fatherless. Let's just assume that you have everything that you need and you want. There are those that are homeless. Build build a shelter for them. It's possible. That's what the money is for now. After you've eaten, you're satisfied and you've blessed the Lord, the next thing is, where are all of God's children? Let me see what I can do. To close those that have clothes. To visit those who are hungry and lonely. You may not be able to go to a prison to visit anyone your entire life, but you could send someone, maybe a missionary, maybe a group, an NGO, you could send them there. I have this token, take it for your transportation, you know, for whatever it is, I'll make your journey easy because I'll never go that distance, but you're willing to go. You've dedicated yourself to go. So take this money and just visit these people. Let them know that, you know, they're still humans. Even if they made mistakes, they took a wrong turn, this is my contribution. Or a child in your neighborhood who doesn't have shoes, buy them shoes. I was thinking about some parents this morning who don't even know what their children's uniforms look like. You don't know what it, you, you don't know what it looks like. One of this morning's iron your child's uniform. Look at what it look at it. A friend of mine said once that he didn't realize that his daughter had started growing breasts. He comes to the house every day and leaves from the house every day and just woke up one day. Wow. Wow. Oh my god. Oh, she has breasts. Ha ah. <laughs> You, it's not funny. It just shows that we don't pay attention. And many of you are like that. Your son is becoming a man. You have no idea. You don't even know. Your daughter, you don't know. We need to pay attention to these very important things. So you give thanks and then you expect more. You need to stretch your imagination as far as your eyes can see. If your eyes can't see it, even if it's before you, you won't recognize it and you will not be able to receive it. That's why we have foreigners coming every day to say, ah, there's money on the streets of Nigeria, in the streets of Nigeria, but we can't see it. People are complaining. And there's another thing you can do, right? Something else you can do. That's another quote. Eleanor Roosevelt. It's better to light a candle than curse the darkness. It's better to light a candle than curse the darkness. So you always have to choose what to do. My name is Eno Gwevire.
and we get into the book, The Leader Who Had No Title. Before that, I got a text message from someone yesterday, very profound. And the person said, you're the first Nigerian also I'm reading from. That just, you know, that just, it, it touched my heart. So ensure that you're searching after the right things. It's very important. Otherwise, you just walk a pass. You will not see any good in the world that people are enjoying goodness every day. Ideas are ultimately worthless until you activate them with focused and consistent action. <laughs> Ideas, they are ultimately worthless until you activate them with focused and consistent action. The best leaders never leave the sight of a good idea without doing something, no matter how small, to breathe some life into it. The thing in your hand, are you breathing life into it or you're using your mouth to spoil it? Lots of people have good ideas, but the masters become masters because they had the courage and conviction to act on ideas. A powerful idea is absolutely fascinating and utterly useless until we choose to use it. I mean, I, I know people who have um, a treadmill in their homes. They don't use it. So they're adding weight. Their, their stomach is growing. They don't use it. Some have tennis uh, rackets. Never used it. It's become a souvenir. Some have running shoes. Never used it. So you see, it's easy to just call out people who are out there. But in your little space, there are things that you have that you've never used. Some have ever used their dining table to eat. Yes, you. <laughs> what really makes greatness is white hot action around red hot ideas hot i see the hot do something about it the genius idea zone has zero value what makes it priceless is the quality of follow-through and the speed of execution around the genius idea two things follow through speed of execution there's no procrastination at that junction you keep it moving you keep it moving even a mediocre idea excellently acted on is more valuable than a genius idea poorly performed look at that a mediocre idea excellently acted on is more valuable than a genius idea poorly performed so you've got to follow through with the speed of execution so just starting something whether it's a new initiative that will better your business or extending a hand to a teammate you used to compete with is an intelligent move yes that first step is the hardest you've been angry for your uh, 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 with your parents about something for many years maybe with your partner that first move, that first step usually is the hardest to apologize, to be vulnerable again. But once you take it, it only gets easier. And every positive step that follows yet another positive consequence into play. That's what happens. One positive step gives room to another positive consequence. Just start whatever it is you know you need to do to take your work or your life to where you know it can be. I know, you know, you, you meet people and they say, I know, then do it. Then do something about it. Knowing is not enough. I know that the sun rises in the east and then I know if I go to the bus stop, I will see a vehicle going to Bielsa and then do you get in? Do you explore Bielsa? I was reading something this morning. Oh my goodness. Let me see if I can find it. And the person said, you must travel to a new place once every, is it every month? Aha, uh -huh. I know they are thinking she has come again. But but this is what it is. Even if you don't travel physically, what it also could mean is get a new idea. Work on something new. Work on something new. Oh my goodness, God help somebody this morning, I beg you. Work on something new every once in a month. Do you understand? Work on something new. Oh, it's in my likes. Once a year. Okay, this is it. Once a year, 
Go somewhere you've never been before. Dalai Lama said that. Once a year, go somewhere you've never been before. I, I mean, I've been talking about this forever. We need to learn how to travel. You're listening to me now. You're 55 years old. You've never left Port Harcourt. Okay, you went once. That burial. Okay, okay, that burial. Or oh, the wedding in Ahoda. Oh, wow. Five billion meters away. Wow. Okay. You went to Mbiyama? That's how far you've gone. I mean, I'm so, I'm seeing a picture now. My colleague, um, she's at uh, Ibuno Beach. It's spelled Ibeno. That's the, the, the locals call it Ibuno in Akwaibom State. And how, how two hours you're there. Two hours you're there. Two hours from Port Harcourt. Sometimes the traffic alone these days takes us two hours within Port Harcourt from GRA, old GRA to Elele One, two hours you're on the road. It's locked down. So you could on a Saturday morning, for example, I think I should plan one of these trips, you know, just go with some of us. It would be a great, it would be a great idea. Get a coaster bus. Um, a coaster bus sits about... Uh, four times seven yeah about 30 15 we could do 15 just go to ibuno the saturday morning leave here about six yeah we should do that shouldn't we leave here about 6 a.m get there 7 30 or 8 you know we'll pack our lunch or whatever it is we're gonna have snacks and just go to the beach play beach ball do sway you know that thing we draw on the ground just play like kids relax we should learn to live a little low live a little you're working hard i know live a little some of you can't even leave your store for one one day you're afraid. So so instead of letting your fear cripple you, why don't you look for people you can trust? We need to learn how to travel. Visit a place you've never been once in a year. I love international travels. You know, it just it messes me up in a in a fantastic way. But we need to go to somewhere close by. Um, there is also the place in Imo State. There's one in Enugu State. There are places around we can just visit. So what is it? What is it? Okay, if you're going to take a public vehicle, it will cost you about um, maybe 7000 return. It's about it's cheaper, but let's just say 7000 If you wanted to even stay overnight, there's a hotel right by the, the beach. Very cheap. And they cook. I mean, it's going to be so much fun. And we can take a boat ride like I did. I took a boat from, um, where is that place now? Is it Terminal, they call it? To the other side, a small village. Five minutes. <laughs> we need, see, commit commit to doing something different once a year. I, I, I'm not saying you must get into the international airport, get on a plane and no, no, no. You don't have to do that. It would be nice if you did that. But if you even can't do that, there are places to visit within Nigeria that are safe. Explore the country. It is ours. And if you can't travel physically, make sure that you do something you've never done before once every year. Something extraordinary. Okay. That's how to live, oh. That's how to live. You work hard, you live. I, I know how to do OTT, so um, let, let's leave it at that. But the first step is the hardest. Once you take it, it, it will only get easier. And Anna says, I call this concept the courage of the start. Starting truly is the hardest part. Start a business, start a conversation is the hardest part. Beginning is half the battle. So that it, that takes all your inner will and strength, but it, is, it will get easier. For some of us, waking up early was such a hard thing. But look at you, for over a year now, You've been waking up at 4.30, 4.45 to listen to Rise to Wisdom. Some have done it for two years and a half. Small, consistent steps to drive momentum. Daily ripples of excellence over time become a tsunami of success. Some of you, you're, you're sitting pretty. You have customers. Why don't you go out to look for more? Do something you've never done before. Look for more. Host your customers. You can you can bring them together. Get someone to talk about, you know, healthy living. Maybe on a Saturday morning. Do something different. Every action has a consequence. Things start to move forward. Doors you didn't know even existed begin to open for you. 
Success is so much a numbers game. The more action you take, the more results you see. The more customers you have, the more money you get. The more you can expand your mind, the more room for more to come in. No human being likes change. We do love predictability. So anything new scares us and sets our internal systems into varying degrees of confusion and chaos. But you can't reach mastery unless you're always willing to take action to move things forward. So there are five daily steps you can take. Um, Let's see. Five tiny goals every day. Um, And let's look at this. Five every day, right? With 30 days in the month. After a month, that's about 150 goals you've realized. So if you have five tiny goals in a day you find that in a month, you've done 150. After 12 months, 2,000 goals, over 2,000 goals, you'd have hit them. Just imagine the level of confidence you would have had just 12 months from today if you achieved 2,000 goals. Just imagine what your 12 months will look like, the next 12 months will look like in your health, in your relationship, at work, and other key areas of your life. You can do it. You can live a successful and happy life. You deserve it. You deserve the absolutely best I mean, you deserve the absolute best. So, you know, they talked about image. We talked about innovation, um, mastery. And the A is authenticity. Authenticity. And this one, I, I like this one. It says, in this radically new period of business, your ability to have an impact and make a contribution comes more from who you are as a person than from the authority you receive by your placement on an organization chart. It's never been so important to be trustworthy. This one, this one. Don't say I'm coming and you're in your house. Don't say I'm close. If I saw one, one meme yesterday, the person said, okay, it was Lassisi. Said I was waiting for someone and the person said they were in a cab and it's been four days. <laughs> so yesterday, no, um, on, was it Saturday, Sunday? I was getting my head done and um, someone said, oh, I have a problem. I said, okay, I have a solution. The person said they found a solution that was costing about 50,000. Okay, it became 30,000. Oh, 15,000. I said, okay, I don't have money to give you, but I have a solution for you. Go here at 10 a.m. on Monday, meet with this person and it will be sorted. You know what happened? And I begged the person, I said, be there, leave your house at nine so that you could be there before 10. You know what happened? 11 o'clock, the other person called me. This person you said is coming, isn't here yet. But the person placed the call. The person said, I should wait. You don't understand. The person that you're going to meet for solution, you are calling the person to wait for you. Ah, you're not doing well. So I was relaying the story to my colleague. My colleague said he had an experience like that with a doctor, you know, an appointment with a doctor. And he called the doctor to say, doctor, please wait. Doctor said, excuse me, wait for what? I give you an appointment. You're telling me to wait you're not ill. Doctor, no, 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 you're not ill. Because we've seen people leave their homes at midnight to get to a hospital, right? That one is an emergency. That one is ill. But many people, and this is how we treat our lives. The good thing that God has prepared for you is somewhere. You're saying, God, wait. God, be waiting now. Be coming down. Be coming down. I'm coming. I'm, you're not moving. You're not making any effort. You're just there complaining or just, you know, making a mess of everything that's in your hands. Authenticity, trustworthy, be, tr- be a trustworthy person. It's never been so important to be someone others respect. It's never been so important to keep the promises you make to your teammates and to your customers. Keep your promises. Don't make them at all if you know you're not going to keep them. But if you're going to make them, ensure that you keep them no matter the costs. It's never been so essential to be authentic. Because there's social pressure everywhere. 
media, our peers, the world around us, you know, they, they have this message designed to have us live their values versus our own. Many of you are listening, you're living on other people's values, you have none. There's a huge pull to behave like the majority. But leadership really is about closing your ears to the noisy voices of others so you can hear clearly the mission and the call within yourself. That's 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 it for some people. They're busybodies. They're everywhere. Pay attention to your own life. If you don't, if you don't close out the noise, yeah, you cannot hear the mission and the call within yourself because it comes from within. Never from without. No. Always from within. You know from within that this is a call. This is your mission. Dr. Sears says, be who you are and say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind and that's what authenticity is all about it's about feeling safe in your own skin and learning to trust yourself so that you work under your values express your original voice and be the best you can be it's about knowing who you are what you stand for and have the courage to be yourself in every situation rather than only when it's convenient it's about being real being consistent and congruent so you are who you are on the inside that's reflected by the way you perform on the outside. And being authentic and true to yourself also means that you meet your potential and work at brilliance because that's what you truly are. You're not pretending. When a guy's here, I'm here. A guy's not here. I travel. My mama is sick. Or my belly is paining me. One excuse will come. When they're coming from HQ, they'll see you. You wear your best suit. The, the other days, you're dressed in rags. Ralph Waldo Emerson reminds us. To be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. Is the greatest accomplishment. But you must know what you are, who you are. So Anna, who is the housekeeper, listen to what Anna does. I know, you know, many of us just, we make a mess of God and everything that he's about. We just make a mess of everything. Anna, Anna is talking. Anna is a housekeeper. Housekeeper. Housekeeper in a hotel. Cleaning rooms. Washing toilets. And that's how it works. So listen to this. Look, look at what she said. In my spare time, I read a lot of business books. I get a lot of them from the training sessions I go to. I recall reading one by Jack Welsh, and I've never forgotten a line he used. Don't lose yourself on the way to the top. Warren Buffett made the same point equally neatly when he observed, there will never be a better you than you. Be yourself. Everyone else is taken. Authenticity is one of the deepest things leaders without the title exemplify. Few things are as powerful when it comes to being a leader, interested in positively influencing all those around you, than being a person who's comfortable in your own self and fully presenting all you fully are. So it's not just about being trustworthy, staying true to your mission and values and speaking honestly. It's clear that you're also saying that being authentic means realizing all your potential and really getting to know all that genius you said was inside of me. Yeah, that's Blake talking now. Yes, Blake. To be authentic isn't just about being true to your values. It means being true to your talents. When you go to work every day and present your leadership best, that's a superb example of authenticity in action and being in alignment. I can tell a person who's authentic a mile away. I can sniff their sincerity and sense their realness, realness. I mean, I know people who are so fake. I can't deal. They're so fake. <laughs> you know, and the passion for greatness touches the longing for greatness within me. That's Anna speaking. And that allows me to relate to them, Blake. When you give yourself permission to be open, to be real and brilliant around others, you give them permission to be open, real and brilliant around you. Just being around you makes them feel safe and heroic. 
They begin to relax and open up. Trust grows and amazing things begin to happen. Authenticity is about being true to who you are, even when everyone around you wants you to be someone else, said basketball great Michael Jordan. Stay committed to your mission, your values, and the full expression of your inner leader when people doubt you. When people say you fail or suggest you're not good enough, stand strong in your own skin and don't let them tear you down because leadership has a lot to do with believing in yourself when no one else believes in you. That one is your 1 billion percent responsibility. Believing in yourself. Let go of your ego. Please be you and no one else. You're beautiful just the way you are. And this is a problem. The more you feed your ego, which is nothing more than the artificial part of you that you've constructed to give approval from the majority and lose sight of who you really are at your core, the hungrier the ego will get. So our ego is the social part of ourselves that has grown the more we've tried to become the people the world around us want us to be versus the people we truly are. Hmm. Leaders without a title check their egos at the front door every morning before they walk into work. <laughs> Do you know who I am? That one is poverty and madness joined together. They are mixed. They are shaking it the way they shake drink in the club. Poverty and madness. Anytime you hear, do you know who I am? That's a mix, a little mix of poverty and madness. People that know who they are don't have to use those words. Never. It's just, no, let me tell you why they're able to use it, right? Because they think they're important and they think they're better than everyone else in the room. So you know what came to mind now? So you get into a room with... um, Warren Buffett, Barack Obama, Michelle Obama. Let's add Donald Trump. Um, who else? Who else? Ngozi Okonjo-Iweala, obviously Kwesili. Let's leave it at that. Just these five or six people, right? Do you ever think in your life, you'll go there and stand before them and say, do you know who I am? You're not fit now. Because you didn't learn. Yeah. You they learn. You can't go there and say that thing that poor people say. It's a poverty thing. See, only people who are poor and have some level of mental disorder can say that. Do you know who I am? I'm not even joking. You don't need to say it if you know who you are. And that's the truth. That's the truth. It is not a write-up. It is a book. The leader who had no title. If you want to get it, get the book. And please get it. You know where you get water from. You know where you get food from. So you should know where to get something you need from. Get to a bookstore. The leader who had no title. In the book, you see all the amazing things I'm sharing. Page 55 is where I am this morning. So leave your ego at the front door before you walk into the office. All right? When you close, you can wait like a cloak. And when you want to sleep, put it on top of your pillow. If I used to make pillow and sleep. Image. 
We've talked about innovation. We've talked about mastery, authenticity. G is guts. Have guts in business. Have guts. Have strong mind. Have guts in business. You have to be wildly courageous. Unrealistically persistent. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Be courageous. You see, people put... Um, one of the motivational speakers talk about, talked about it. You know, you get to their DP, you see lion, the head of a lion. You go to their paid, lion, lion, lion. No courage. You just... Oof, they've run away. Do you know who I am? They've run away. Now, there's this joke about worry people and, you know, Lagos Agbiru some time ago. And they would say the Lagos Agbiru, they will make mouths, you know, they'll make mouths. They use mouths to fight. So they came, the guy came to worry. And, you know, the Lagos Agbiru was making mouths. The worry boy just used his own head to break bottle. Uh-uh. The, Yoruba, the guy just calmed down. Very calm. As, just humble. You're making noise. I will chop this bottle here. You. <laughs> So you have to be wildly courageous. It's not by putting wonderful quotes on your page. The courage, we should see it in the work that you're doing and the things that you're attempting to do. You move in spite of the fear, in spite of the whatever it is. Keep moving. So you have to have guts, big guts. You have to have huge toughness. You have to risk far more than the ordinary man. It's not as hard as it sounds. It's not. Everyone has courage that's begging to be tapped within us. We all have courage. We're, we all want to be superheroes in some form or the other. And we have the capacity to keep going. Blake, success truly is a numbers game. It is a numbers game. It is a numbers game. The more you leave your valleys of comfort, in passionate pursuit of your mountains of opportunity, the more obstacles you face as you make your climb. Setbacks will happen. Things will go wrong. Competitors will try to knock you down. And even the people around you will try to discourage you. Those who are clinging to the old way of doing things are frightened of change. They will join hands and become your loudest critics. They will claim you're doing something that's wrong. They'll claim that you're rocking the boat and that you're basically being abnormal. And that would be true. To have the gods to see opportunities where others see challenges and to envision things becoming a whole lot better while others grow complacent is to become a visionary. And most of us are too scared to get there. More people are just too threatened by the change one needs to move through on route to a better vision uh, to the greater uh, version. They're afraid. They're threatened by the change one needs to move with the change you move through, you get to a better version, you move cl- cl- closer to your greater vision. You keep moving. They can't just bear to let you go. You know, they can't bear to let go of all they've known. That's the thing. So they are holding on to what they know, not realizing that they need to let go of that one and reach for something better. They're clinging to the way things have always been. So anyone who believes, uh, who behaves, believes, or thinks differently will be called abnormal. Over Sabi. Mm. Most people just can't break free from their past by stepping up to becoming and doing more. So rather than applauding someone with more pure guts and raw drive to innovate, recreate, and excel, the mob condemns them. You will be tired. Uh, look you. We've seen your tie before. You go tired. Uh... 
they bring a person to your space who's innovative, who's creative. You want to stifle them. You mock them. You ridicule them. You shout them down. How old are you? Shut up. Do you know how many years we've been here? Oh, you See, let me tell you, sir. Let me tell you, madam. All you've done is you've been there for years. No impact. No influence. Nothing. You're as good as the furniture that's been there for 30 years. Nothing. No value. If you don't come to work for 30 days, even the building will not re- re- remember that you were there. They become loud-mouthed critics. So people criticize when they are scared that people will get ahead. They, they, they are afraid, so they used to protect themselves against change. They criticize. And, and Anna says, all I'm suggesting is that part of showing real leadership involves attracting the attention and condemnation of critics. You see government officials saying, don't talk bad, bad about me. Okay? Go, just pack your load and go to your village and go and be planting cassava. Just leave the, leave the city. They're going to talk about you. And imagine that you're making great impact. They're going to condemn you. Some will insult your new level of leadership thinking. Others will harass your higher way of operating. They, will, they want to oppose your passionate commitment to over-delivering. They will want to oppose your passionate commitment to over-delivering. Eh, you think that everybody like work? Many will become jealous of you. Fulton Sheen once observed, Jealousy is the tribute that mediocrity pays to genius. So every time they are jealous, they are paying you homage. Jealousy is the tribute that mediocrity pays to genius. You know what you can do? Drive better results. Influence world-class outcomes. You will stand above the crowd. You hold yourself to standards far higher than anyone could place on you. You experience periods of self-doubt, yes, but your faith is the difference you can make and your belief in the leader you must become has to outweigh your fear. Your faith in the difference you can make and your belief in the leader you must become has to outweigh your fear. And the E is ethics. A lot of business people seem to have forgotten that ethics ethics is important too many cut corners business people workers people cut corners they go for the cash grab they only think about themselves whatever happened to good manners excellent ethics and remembering that doing good business is actually very good for business you will never go wrong in doing what's right my young friend never 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 If there's one thing I've learned about leadership success, it's that it lies at the intersection where excellence meets honor. Some people are in positions, they are not, they are dishonorable. The DA, in fact, the dishonorable is capital letter 1000 font. You can't can't type it in a computer screen. You won't enter. To enter the whole, welcome to, you know, billboard size, dishonorable. They're in positions of leadership, but they have no excellence and they are dishonorable. Honor, honor, being highly dependable, being honest, staying on time, and treating people the way you want to be treated. How well you make your sheets determine how well you sleep in your bed. Honorable, be honorable, be an honorable person. 
It says, ultimately, people will flock to you or run from you based on your reputation. Nothing is more precious in work than staying consistent with your values and protecting your good name. See this good name thing? That's the cocoa. A good name. A good name. In so many ways, yeah? Your reputation is all you have. Your reputation is all you have. Your reputation is all you have. It's not money. It's reputation. The doors that reputation will open for you, no amount of money can open it. Your reputation. See someone like Ungozi Okonjo Iweala. See reputation. See Dora Kunyele. See reputation. Your reputation. So it doesn't matter whether you're there or you're not there. Nobody can see. They can't rub it off anybody. It's like your skin. Except you want to kill the person. You can't peel it off. Be an honest person. Let them know that. Ah, if in Kenya tell you six yards, just carry go. Don't even check. If you can, I give you a bundle of money. Says fifty thousand. It's fifty thousand. Don't even count. Be an honest person. It's easy to call on radio and say audio this, audio that. But some of you live audio lives consistently. Everything about you is fake. Everything about you is a lie. Everything about you is inconsistent. They got that one. Uh, where, where's uh, John? It says it's uh, it says going to the bank. Oh God, John is not coming back. John has closed. A human being, they know you like that. That you're that dishonest. God forbid. Innovation, mastery, authenticity, guts, ethics. Within the next 24 hours, record an inventory of all the areas within both your work and personal life where you are avoiding personal responsibility by playing the victim. We're going to do this exercise. Within the next 24 hours, record an inventory of all the areas within both your work and personal life where you have been avoiding personal responsibility by playing the victim. Then list your daily five leadership goals for each of the next seven days to drive positive change as a leader Without a title. Money, influence, and position are nothing compared with brains, principles, energy, and perseverance. Money, influence, and position are nothing compared with brains, principles, energy, and perseverance. Orison, Sweat, Martin said that. And tomorrow, move to chapter 5 of the book, The Leader Who Had No Title. My name is Eno Ogbevire, and we rise to wisdom. Check your reputation. How is it? How is it? Mm. Mr. Radguy um, tweets this morning, says, in the, world we're, in the world today, we're faced with everyone trying to protect themselves, social media, main media, adverts, and so many. If we don't look inward and stand with our principles, we tend to lose our essence to the stream of life. Mm. Don't lose who you are. Um, you know, there's nothing as, you know, comforting as what he said. Something went missing and the, the boss said, I can bet my life on it. Do you know what it is to say that? You don't know. How many people can say that about you? When I was younger, somebody said something and somebody said that to my father. My father said, only I know I can say this. Because he knew that I had the courage to say so. So be, be, known, be, be a courageous person. I mean, if you go, you don't go. 
water go still pass. If you go, you don't go. Sun will still shine. If you go, you don't go. That's you are thirty years now. You still become fifty years if you don't die before then. So the thing you're afraid of, you have to face it, irrespective. All right. 